0: um hello we're here hi grace hello
1: (laughs) how are you
0: you know i'm all right we had some technical difficulties starting this show but um this is a very exciting show because it's the first one that we're going to be putting on youtube as well as spotify apple podcasts where else are we doesn't matter. You're yeah. going to see us
1: now. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're currently on Amazon Music and Spotify. I'm trying to figure out Apple Music. We'll get there. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> we will soon have this on YouTube. So we should be good. We're getting places. We're moving and we're shaking. <laughs> Sorry, folks. I uh, <clears throat> got a bit, of a bit of a cough. So that's why we're remote but hey now you get to actually see i i realized later on we like introduced ourselves in our first uh episode as like oh i'm the blonde one and i'm the brunette one but i was like no one can see us but uh yeah
0: did we also not say our names
1: no we did we just we we described ourselves by our hair colors and now people can actually see who's who hey (laughs) y'all hello but i mean yeah should we get down to it i mean we should
0: get down to it what did we watch this week grace
1: oh we watched a cinderella story with none other than miss hillary duff herself miss hillary duff um yeah Overall, I would say, before we even like, go into any specifics, best movie we wa- we've watched so far for the pod. Of the straight ones. Yes. Of the straight Well, obviously. Yeah. But would you agree with this sentiment?
0: I would also agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I think as far as the straight ones, it does not beat Single all the way. Yeah. But, but it does beat Miss Vanessa Hudgens.
1: It beats Sorry out Miss Vanessa Hudgens. It beats out Miss Tall Girl. Oh, fuck Tall Girl! <laughs> Don't even bring me back to Tall. Girl. <laughs> I know. I was gonna say that that one that one gets you pretty pretty riled up. So I, I shouldn't mm-hmm. we shouldn't discuss it for too long. Um no. But yeah, no. So far, first thoughts much better than everything else, uh, especially because I was not aware. Slash, I think I knew that Jennifer Coolidge was in this as well, but I totally forgot until, like, I started the movie, and then, wow, what a great what a great thing to be surprised with. A nice surprise Jennifer moment is always good.
0: Yes, I love Jennifer Coolidge. I did not appreciate that they made her into a mean lady, but I understand why they did.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, well, of course, like, it, it, as the title of it, alludes to like you know it's it's a it's a cinderella story and she is the evil stepmother but as much as like her character obviously sucks because she's the evil character the fact that it was jennifer cool has just made it so funny though like she was frustrating character but i was like but hey it's miss it's jennifer (laughs) it's jennifer it's okay it's jennifer and she's also very she's a very weird evil stepmother. It was a very, very weird rendition of a evil stepmother, just obsessed with salmon and watering her lawn.
0: <laughs> was there was there like a, a a reason that she went for salmon other I... than maybe it was like a popular health food at the time? I think that's was it.
1: Was it? I think that's it because, like, in the very beginning when she's, like, sitting by the pool, when she, like, calls Sam down or whatever, she's reading a book called The Salmon Diet. So I'm assuming okay. it was just because she's, like, obsessed with thinking it'll make her body perfect, you know, quote-unquote.
0: Gotcha. I, yeah,
1: I think that's all it was, was just it was a diet food, and she stuck to it very much. <laughs>
0: To a point where I was worried that she was going to get mercury poisoning. Y-
1: you would, Yeah, I mean, literally. I made a note about it. <laughs> As you should have. I mean, I didn't even make that connection. But yes, that is a very big concern, I would say, with the amount of salmon she was having. And all of the food at the diner, too. They were like, oh, salmon waffle is up for order. I'm like, no, don't. No, 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 no. So gross. So gross. It does sound very L.A. though. Yeah, it does. It does. Okay. Um, we also
0: just jumped right in. Do, should I read the description for this movie?
1: Oh, yeah. Sorry. I completely <laughs> forgot about that. Yes. Give, us, give the description for the movie.
0: Okay. So, A Cinderella Story. It came out in 2004. And the description is, Sam. Hilary Duff, a teenager in California is obliged to work as a janitor and dishwasher in the diner of her stepmother, Jennifer Coolidge, after a cell phone mix-up. Sam begins an anonymous text messaging and email relationship with a boy. They agree to meet at a school dance, but when Sam finds out that her secret pen pal is none other than Austin Ames, Chad Michael Murray, the cutest boy in school, she panics and looks for a way to make herself cooler. And it has a... 5.9 Five point nine out of ten on IMDB, twelve percent on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Okay, twelve 12? is a little dramatic. I think, 12, I, I think twelve very dramatic. Twelve is too low. Twelve is too low. They were out didn't even like the Princess Switch have like a thirty five. We need to start like writing these numbers down so we can compare them. But like I'm pretty sure a Princess Switch had like thirty five.
0: Twelve percent is the lowest we've seen so far. That, that even, is insane. even tall girl had like I want to say like 60 something.
1: That's in, that's, that's a, that, nope. Mm mm, mm mm, mm mm. And Tall Girl threw me into a rage. It did. It really, really <laughs> threw you into a whole different world. <laughs> you were very, very upset with Tall Girl. <laughs> um, yeah, 12% is insane. I would give it like a solid, like a 55. Or a 50, I I don't know, like right down the middle or something. Yeah, somewhere around there, somewhere mid-range, but a 12, like, it's not, like, great cinema or anything, but, like, it's a classic. Yeah, it's a classic in its own way. I mean, I, that was the first time I had seen it, but I know that for a lot of people, like, our age, that this version of, like, a Cinderella story is, like, the one that they think of, and it's, like, their OG But I have to say, first note was just that hearing Hilary Duff's voice again just, like, made me feel like I was, like, I don't even know, like, eight years old again. Just the way that she was just everywhere when we were growing up. Just, like, hearing her say stuff. I was like, oh, my God. Hey, Lizzie. (laughs) I felt very transported to my youth.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I was obsessed with Lizzie Mm. McGuire. I had the doll. I feel like I had shirts. I had like floral embroidered capri pants. Oh, yeah. I had.
1: uh, You had gauchos to match.
0: (laughs) I had all of Hillary Duff's CDs. I had a Lizzie McGuire lunchbox, which, by the way, is the one. Like, I haven't lost a lot of things in my life, but I left that at elementary school one day, and my life was over for like a good couple months because i couldn't find my denim floral embroidered lizzie mcguire lunchbox from the disney store
1: i mean and you had it from the disney store from the disney store it makes sense i mean as your (laughs) life should be over upon losing such a treasure i know god it was a tragic day oh big tragedy big Mm tragedy but yeah no hearing totally. hearing miss hillary duff i was very transported to my youth despite the fact that i had never seen this version of a cinderella story which i know is also a crime in itself that this was my first time but regardless miss hillary duff still brought me back to my childhood what what is this response my What God, is this hand to the forehead
0: sorry <laughs> if, you, if you can see us on video i'm just being very dramatic but i just am remembering all of the hillary duff stuff that i had oh my goodness even more tunes i had the tooth tunes
1: tunes where she said i'm jealous
0: wake up wake up on a saturday night
1: Oh, could be new york
0: maybe hollywood that i had that uh toothbrush and i also had this hello kitty alarm clock that was in the shape of an apple if anyone knows what i'm talking about i need to know because i found it on ebay one time and i nearly bought it but it's huge it's like it's bigger than my head and it's a full-on cd player and you could set it so that the cd that you had in it was what your alarm clock played and i remember whatever track two of one of her cds was was my alarm for like all of elementary
1: school really Yes. Oh, I didn't, I did okay. I had a similar-ish experience. No, I did not have that alarm clock specifically. I don't even remember what it, mine looked like, but I had an alarm clock that played like a CD when I woke up in the morning as well. But the two CDs I remember waking up to as a child was either the Mulan soundtrack. So like the first- moody. How's that moody? Mulan? I feel like all of those songs are very like moody well sorry keep going it's who i am <laughs> um but so either the in the very very first song of mulan makes me like feel like i'm waking up for elementary school or the shrek soundtrack was the other one that i had <laughs>
0: I definitely had that one, too. I for
1: sure had that
0: soundtrack. Yeah.
1: So those are like the two songs where I'm like, ooh, got to get ready for first grade. <laughs> first grade. Got to get ready. <laughs> Very important. Um, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so you had you had Miss Hilary Duff waking you up for school. That's pretty iconic in its own it way. sure did. Oh, mm-hmm. love it. Speaking of Miss Hilary Duff, as we have been this whole time, I just find it very funny how yet again, we've been given a story where they, you know, they put a baseball cap on a girl and make us try to feel like she's not like other girls. And they I try- made that note too <laughs> <laughs> another baseball cap girl that's not like other girls. and, At the end of all of it, it's just it's so And this is far from the only movie that does this, you know, beyond the baseball cap. The amount of times that they're like, this is the weirdo girl from school. But literally, Hilary Duff was the it girl in Hollywood at the time. I know. They're like, but she's wearing a baseball cap in this movie, so she's not attractive. (laughs) I just find it so funny how we've we've just like a princess switch. I told you it's the baseball cap it's the baseball mm-hmm. cap they try to get you with a baseball cap it's
0: even the same color
1: Mm-hmm. a blue baseball cap apparently really means something in hollywood mm-hmm. but yeah that was Ooh. oh
0: sorry a this thought. movie really transported me back i think 2004 is like around the time where my memory started to like stick mm-hmm. I, I i have a note about the opening scene when they're in Her bedroom, and that she has this like spinning light that like casts shadows of stars and moons onto the wall. Okay. I I had this exact light, and I have tried to explain it to so many people, and nobody understands what it is, but now, if I have ever explained that lamp to you, it's in the beginning of a <laughs> Cinderella story, and I need to find it, and I don't know how to search for it on Google because I don't know what it's called. Every time you search, like, spinning lamp, it's like some kind of, like, helicopter hat situation.
1: That's not what you're looking for, is it? No, no.
0: but... No. It was a great lamp.
1: I want one again. Do you, f- do you feel seen now, though, that it was in-, in the movie? I do feel seen. I do feel seen. <laughs> you finally have something you can point people towards <laughs> so that they can understand yes. you fully. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, we, we all need to feel seen in one way or another. Yes. And I'm glad you had that moment. I really am. Thanks. Hilary Thank has you. really done so much for you. I mean, you were the she gaucho really girl. Am. And she said, it's okay. You what? I never owned gauchos. And Taya Marie. I
0: thought I didn't like them. <laughs> I was a denim girl. Oh, I was very much not. a denim girl. Bootcut jeans <laughs> all childhood.
1: <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Some throwback <laughs> pics. Um, let me see. What else did I even like make note but yeah, my first note was definitely forgot Jennifer Coolidge was here. What a nice surprise um another girl that's not like other girls because she has a baseball cap wait
0: you you made that note and you didn't even make a note that the dad just died okay no I
1: did make a no 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 I mean I think so. <laughs> wait where I'm trying I'm trying to
0: where's your note about the dad tie-in <laughs> I said another
1: not like other girls kind of deal um first of all because she's being raised just by a dad which makes her sporty and like greasy food and then I was I said but of course the different girls just Hillary Duff in a hat um, I mean I didn't make a note that the dad died but I mean I'm very aware that it happened I'm very aware that it happened because like I mean it's it's a Cinderella story so of course the dad dies at some point or goes away because then it's just the stepmom raising her so I didn't fully See, feel I like I needed to was- make a note
0: go off to the army or something i didn't think they would actually kill him
1: off is this your first trip on the rodeo for any kind of a cinderella movie at all no have you ever seen ever after by drew barrymore
0: you know i have not
1: oh my goodness that was like the cinderella movie that my family watched when i was a child lots of drew barrymore um there was also the, her. the Selena Gomez version of a Cinderella story with okay. Jane Lynch as the stepmother.
0: Yes, and I do not remember any of it. I just remember that I had watched it twice as, like, a small child, and now I don't remember anything that happened in the movie at all.
1: I think I only ever saw it once, but I just remember the first time seeing it and being like, what is Jane Lynch doing here? Which is my feeling mm-hmm. whenever I see her anywhere. Like... Anytime, yeah. Anytime she's in anything other than Glee, like, and I understand that she was in the L Word, literally like decades before. But the first time I watched the L Word, I was like, "You're not supposed to be here. Your coach Sue mm-hmm. Sylvester, get out, <laughs> get out of here." Even though, again, it predates. Uh, glee but it's just it's so weird to see her anywhere else it's so weird i love it though i love i love when she's in other things because it's so funny but it still just confuses me
0: yeah i loved her part in julia and julia julie and julia
1: wait what was she in that i just watched that recently she was
0: julia child's sister oh
1: my god yeah so funny I that love, is my
0: favorite role that she has ever done.
1: I love her even more than the uh, best in show. Yes. Ooh. Okay.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a, cl- a very close second.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: And because I am. Such a huge. I was gonna say former Gleek, but I definitely still am in love with Glee. <laughs> I was gonna say. Uh, I was gonna me, say. Literally Solvester. half,
1: <laughs> half of our TikToks that we ever send to each other either have like a Glee audio or do a Glee reference. I love you. I am oh my. I'm so excited <laughs> to Man do Hi. that. I'm so excited to start a TikTok <laughs> account. That's gonna be so fun.
0: <laughs> I love. It. Oh, oh! <laughs>
1: like those moves!
0: Those but I have so to—that move does not even come close to the prancing in that they do in the Madonna episode when oh, they're doing God. four minutes, and all the cheerleaders come in and they're like. I was thinking of a totally different <laughs> moment, but yeah, the
1: four minutes that—that's true. Start a new trend immediately, immediately, because. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Y'all are choosing the wrong one. Like, listen, River Deep Mountain High is a bop And Naya it's a and uh, what is Mercedes' actress's Amber. name? Amber. Amber. They absolutely killed it. But that four minutes walk in is truly something else. That, that is way more chaotic, I have to say. That is way more chaotic. And it deserves its moment in the TikTok spotlight.
0: I love it. I love Glee.
1: You do. You do. We should make a few side episodes for, like, specific Glee episodes. Uh, Yes. We should do that. We should do that. Give us... Then we can finally watch some gay content. Oh, oh, I forgot to (laughs) tell... I don't know if I forgot to tell you or if I told you, uh,
0: but I did finish Dickinson.
1: Oh, you did. Should we... Okay. I did. Should we first... Actually, discuss this movie for a little bit longer <laughs> and then get the to movie. Dickinson. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cause we've gotten absolutely nowhere. We've talked about none of the plot. Okay, so you know, as all Cinderella stories go, the dad has passed away tragically from a an earthquake. He dies in an earthquake, and now uh Sam, who is Hilary Duff's character, just has this evil stepmother that only eats salmon and two dumb stepsisters. Um, Okay. So then like the first scene post all of that happening, which we already kind of discussed for a second there, when Sam goes down to the pool to uh, bring breakfast to her stepmom and her stepmom's reading about salmon being the only food she should ever eat. Um, That opening scene where her stepsisters are doing the water aerobics. That was so chaotic and so, so funny. Honestly, immediately pulled me into the movie. Absolutely <laughs> loved it. <coughs> Absolutely loved. But like uh, that huge why did it why did they have that one shot though of the stepsister farting underwater? Why
0: did they have that?
1: I, I asked don't know the same thing. <laughs> it was so funny though. It was and so like, funny. <laughs> it was so <laughs> funny. Like my humor is so stupid and it was so funny to me i just i love that that was like oh the dad just died something so sad happened now this girl's farting in the water i was like <laughs> where did how how <laughs> oh god but yeah so then we cut to sam an
0: angsty hillary song oh
1: yeah did you hear that which one even was it i don't even
0: know i don't even know it was just the transition song from the big house to her friend's house Mm -hmm. where -hmm. he's dressed like slim shady
1: oh god yeah and he said he was uh he was method acting for his like snoop dizzle moment or something like that and i was like no 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 no. oh god no i that would have been cut uh yeah Horrific. That was one of those moments where I was like, "Eh, that doesn't really age too well. That shouldn't be here."
0: There was another time where he said something stupid, and he got called out for it, though.
1: Oh, by Regina King's character, yes. Rhonda, because yes, he yes, like yes. called her yes. girlfriend multiple times, and she yeah, very and much and set like, him straight. My girlfriend, one more time. Which I'm glad she good. did. Which I'm that very glad good. she did. I really liked that. I was not comfortable with his use of AAV, and also, no, I remember that it was like the douchey, like bro buddies of um, Chad Michael Murray's character, Austin's character. At one point, were also very much using it, but I mean, they were surrounded by fellow white people, so no one called it out, and it was a little gross. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I just, I think that's oh, just I hated kind it. Of how. 2004 was
1: probably so which is so
0: terrible
1: (laughs) it's horrific also speaking of Regina King another person that I was like um, hello you're here welcome Mm -hmm. it was so exciting but I was like why are you here you're too good for this but I'm still so glad you're here (laughs)
0: yes I said I made a note that said Regina King should be the most famous actress ever and I don't know why she isn't and I don't know why she isn't in everything
1: that is the question. That is the question of all questions. But yeah, I was very shocked to see her in this movie. For context, Regina King plays a character named Rhonda, who's I would guess she was like the manager of the diner that um Sam's family owns. Um I don't I don't even really know if she was the manager or not, but she'd just been working there for a really long time and seemed to be in a position of power there. Um But, yeah, then I just... One thing that I will say about this movie, other than, like, the weird early 2000-isms of it, um, the pacing is very weird. Much like this podcast, the pacing makes no sense. Um, Because the thing is, like, they jump into... Okay, now they're finally at school after Sam picks her friend Carter up. They're at school, and she just immediately is, like, texting this like she already is texting this person this mystery person and then we just have like a five to six ish minute montage of them talking to each other and that like sets up the whole plot It's just the six minute montage of them each like reading their messages in their head as they type them it's like it literally sets up up yeah (laughs) yeah the the iconic (laughs) Hillary Duff, laugh out loud, moment happens. (laughs) But, like, they set up so much of the movie just in those six minutes, you know? It's like they plan the whole, oh, we'll meet at the dance. We'll do this. We'll do that. I just felt like they could have done it where, like, they showed us them finding each other, talking for a little bit, and then, you know, I don't know. Do you see where I'm going, though? Like, it it felt like I I was diving into something that was already halfway done yes yeah
0: yeah okay yeah i know what you mean and they also just gave it away right Mm -hmm. at the beginning oh yeah which i thought was strange
1: yeah they just they were already talking yeah and they and they told they showed us who the other person was they left no suspense they immediately were like oh it's gonna be austin i was like oh which like i would have known anyways but like they could have held it back in the movie a little bit they could have again like they could have had like a little scene of like the two finding each other or something. Cause I was really confused at first. I was like, who is she's just texting a random person. They didn't really explain how they anonymously connected with each other. They're just like, we email each other. And I was like, okay. And, and what? And especially with it being like the early two thousands, I was like, how are you just like mystery messaging someone?
0: I also love, um, it brought me back to love Simon. I love when they do this secret admirer thing and they're like publicly emailing them in a public place.
1: Oh my God. Like you're just going
0: to sit down at the library and talk to this person. Everyone could be, you know, just like. Especially in the
1: library. Especially in the library. It's always the The library. Library. Not in the school. Library. You would not catch me. I'm trying to. No, like, uh, no, there was... I'm thinking back to, like, our high school library, and I'm like, there is no way if I had some sort of, like, a secret fling with someone back in... No way. You couldn't pay me to message them back on, like, a school computer. You could not. Oh, Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But, yeah, so then... Then, suddenly... It's already the dance. And I looked at the timestamp. It was like 30 minutes into the movie. They were already at the homecoming dance. Yes. The homecoming dance where they were supposed to like meet each other. At the 30-minute mark? Yeah, I
0: did uh, also make a note that it was just moving very very fast and so i got a little confused because i was like where are they gonna go from there it's gonna be one of those movies where like there's so many things after this the first half that don't need to happen Mm -hmm. the amount of times i've walked into a live play performance and that has happened where after intermission you just kind of wish you had left
1: yeah yeah
0: that was one of those moments
1: yeah, no, I mean, like, I still really liked the rest of the movie, but again, I just felt like the pacing was a little weird. Like, they jumped too quickly into the dance, where I feel like that could have been later on. Um, it was just very weird that there was no buildup of this mystery man, no secrecy behind who he was, no reveal at the dance. It was. And again, as per always with any masquerade movie i am yet again very frustrated i mean i'm saying yet again as if we've watched any masquerade movie so far but she barely covered any of her face and he's like i have no idea who you are i'm sorry to say i don't know who you are and i understand you and i we went to a very small high school so like you wouldn't have been able to hide who you were with any kind of a mask you would know I understand that they were at a bigger high school, but he had literally just been at the diner like an hour before the dance and had talked yeah. to her.
0: Mm-hmm. I think we skipped over some very important parts though.
1: Probably, What? which part should we go back to? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, yes, it's very stupid that he didn't uh, understand who that was just from a tiny, like the skinniest eye mask And her voice. Possible
1: and her hair and literally everything
0: yes and also uh just the uh, uh, yeah everything but did you catch when she first walked into the dance that she had her flip phone flipped into the lace of her shoe no you didn't i didn't notice that Okay, okay. So if like this is her shoe, <laughs> then she had her flip phone like here and it was um so like she had probably clamshell opened it and then closed it onto like the part that ties up her like ballerina shoe.
1: Of course. It makes I mean it, it makes so sense cuz at the end of the dance that ends her- up being her glass slipper <laughs> is her flip phone. So yeah, yeah, it would yeah. make a lot of sense that it, that's how it slipped off. It would make sense. Which, again, another just 2000s thing. Just to have her flip phone be the version of like her glass slipper in this was hilarious to I me. I thought it was so funny. I, it was like, it's such a stupid movie, but it was so funny. It was enjoyably stupid to me. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I've got to say, you you mentioned the transition music earlier when it was Hilary Duff's song. Um, I think I know where you're going. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, probably so. You visited me once at the old uh, uh, sub shop that I used to work at. <laughs> All of yes. the music that played <laughs> in this whole entire movie was incredibly <laughs> sub shop core. Like, oh, I mean, me. I've already mentioned... Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll Be by Edwin McCain. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All of the music in this movie, again, uh- I can, I can say where I used to work. I, I don't work there anymore.
0: Yes, you used to work at a Jersey Mike's, yeah. and they would blast Green Day.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And Good Charlotte all day oh, long. Oh, yeah. It was
1: completely <laughs> just pop rock music. Like, we literally would just turn on a pop rock station. It was just, like, anything popular from the early 2000s, like Avril Lavigne and all of that. Like, every single song that played in this movie, I was like, I probably have made a – I've probably made someone a turkey sandwich with this in the background. Like, it just made me feel like I was back in college making subs for people, but I just needed to put it out there. Like, I have multiple notes that's just, like, Jersey Mike's core, Jersey Mike's core, just, like, constantly. I was like, this is just – Shout out to
0: anyone who (laughs) listens to us that works at Jersey Mike's. We're praying for
1: you. Oh, we are. (laughs) We honestly – like, the job itself wasn't that bad. Just – There are some issues with the management, but I'm not going to go into that. I'm not going to go in there. But I mean, I I made some good friends, but and I still love the food there. I love the food there. (laughs) I absolutely love Jersey Mike subs. Those are it. The first time I had one, life changing. But regardless, back to the Halloween dance, the Halloween homecoming dance. Beyond the fact that I was very, very upset that he couldn't tell who she was with just the mask. Not only this wasn't just like, oh, it's a masquerade dance. Everyone's wearing little masks. It was a Halloween dance. She could have worn, like they could have had it where she was wearing more of a disguised costume. She could have been anything. She could have worn anything, but of course they had to do like, oh, Cinderella and Prince Charming. it's just exhausting like if if you're gonna push the oh he really doesn't know who she is i feel like they should have done some sort of a costume that covered more of her face but i mean that's like a detail thing i don't know Mm -hmm. but yeah so dance happens she runs away loses her oh also one other thing about the fact Mm -hmm. that he didn't recognize her Neither did her stepsisters when she walked in. They were like, why does she look familiar? But you know who did recognize her? Her bully. Her bully yeah. was like, oh, I hate her, love the dress. And I'm like, why is she the only person that could figure it out? Like, of all people, it's just the girl that's mean to her.
0: Did she explicitly say that she knew who it was? Or was that just kind of like a, I hate everybody except for myself kind of thing?
1: Do you think? Mm-hmm. Fair point. Or are we th-
0: looking too deep into it?
1: Maybe we're looking too deep into it. I just, I read it as her being like, ew, it's Sam. I don't like her, but I like the dress. But, I mean, gotcha. it could also just be her being very jealous and insecure. <laughs> mm-hmm. It could be either. But, uh, yeah, then the dance is over, runs away, loses the flip phone. <laughs> oh, which we love. We love. Where, where even am I in my notes? Where even am I? Sporty boy wants to write, but dad won't let him. <laughs> oh, also, I feel like this should be put out there. One of the important things throughout this movie is how badly Sam wants to go to Princeton University. Right. Right. The reason she wants to go to Princeton is because one of the last conversations she has with her dad before he dies is she, as a small child, asks him, Hey, dad, where do princesses go to school? And he said, "Uh, Princeton. Just pulled it right out of his butt. Pulled it right out of where the sun don't shine.
0: Right out of there.
1: And she really commits and is then like, I will now go to an Ivy League school. Like, Obviously, I'm totally here for her, like, you know, having this connection with her dad and all that stuff. But, like, he didn't actually care about Princeton. He didn't actually care about Princeton. He just, like, kind of was making a joke. And I was like, you know, good for her for the dedication of, like, taking that joke and being like, now I have to go to an Ivy League. Like, he could have said any school. He could have said any school, but he just made a joke. And I just thought it was funny that, like, she fully committed to that for the rest of her life.
0: And then the only thing getting in her way was her access to her father's money through her stepmother, mm-hmm. not anything else.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which of course, like at the beginning of the movie, it's like, Oh, he mysteriously just had no will. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. If you get remarried and you have a kid, you need to make a new will. Like what, what, what is he do
0: Yeah, you do.
1: But of course at the end of the movie, he did have a will, just Lomas <clears throat> Jennifer Coolidge was being so rude and just hid it. Just the whole time, it was just that she hid the will, which seems a little unlikely, but I digress. I digress. Um. <laughs> Where else are we do you have any other specific notes I definitely have a few others but do you have any other like things that really stood out for you
0: all I have is emo announcements girly is so cringy
1: oh <laughs> and yeah high
0: school public humiliation is not real
1: oh my god yeah that's one of those things that I also made a note of I was like does did ha, like listen <laughs> If anybody out there that is listening to this podcast truly did get bullied that publicly, I am so incredibly sorry. Like I I don't know if I just went to a very sheltering high school, but like I, I, the bullying that is like portrayed in movies is always just so much more dramatic and obvious whereas like the bullying that really happens in high school is so much more like behind the scenes like it's more like mental games or like on social media or something no one would just publicly be like airing out the laundry of other people like that but
0: yeah and also um high school kids don't just hang out in giant groups before and after school
1: i mean kind of i mean i did a little bit i would hang out with people not
0: long enough to like hear an entire uh, throw down between two students
1: i thought that was a i thought the um airing out was like during a pep rally i thought that was a pep rally because like everyone was wearing their jerseys and stuff
0: i don't know i feel like kids are just <laughs> tired they don't have the energy for
1: that well, it wouldn't be like the whole school for sure.
0: Yeah,
1: like I definitely would hang out with like my little group of friends like before and after school. But yeah, typically just you know you got you you're gone. You you're leaving within mm-hmm. a few minutes. You're leaving within a few minutes. Um,
0: that's about it for me. I don't really have anything else. <laughs>
1: Well, the other thing I made, the other thing that I made a few notes of was just the the, overall, I would say that the movie didn't age horribly like some would from this time period. However, I the main thing that I did notice, there were definitely some microaggressions from Jennifer Coolidge's character towards Rhonda, which was disgusting, Um, as well as like a lot of diet culture jokes. Like I felt like that was the thing that happened the most. Um, mm-hmm. There's just like a lot of conversations about that stuff, um, but overall, yeah, I said it's the most watchable. Love Rhonda, um, and also, okay, one of the my other things that kind of stuck out one of the recurring things that happens throughout this movie is that Sam is made fun of and like called diner girl why is it so hilarious to everyone at this school that she has a job like being in high school and having a job is really not that uncommon and even Austin Austin literally has one too he does it's a double standard situation it is it very much is cuz yeah, yeah. Uh, like, they mean, they don't call it, him uh, car wash boy it, it it's just, it's weird it was just so weird to me that they cared so much about the fact that she worked in a diner
0: yeah
1: um but then yeah end of the movie you know she gets publicly outed for like oh they've been talking to each other the whole time and he like doesn't defend her But then it's the football game, and he finally is, like, publicly, like, I love you, girl. And they find the will. She gets her first kiss, which, uh, another note, I would not want my first kiss to be on the bleachers in front of everyone at a homecoming football game. That sounds horrific. Absolutely
0: not. Absolutely not. I'm sure that happens all the time.
1: Ugh. God, I, I know s- it
0: happens all the time, but no, Ugh. my first kiss was public in the um, middle school hallways, though, so I can sympathize with that. It was terrible, and I did vomit afterwards.
1: <laughs> oh, Taya. Oh, God, no. Mine was not like that, and I'm very thankful for it. It was very much <laughs> not public and not in a middle school hallway, so.
0: Mine was, and it was with a boy. <sighs>
1: I never kissed a boy. I went, never <laughs> did it. Never did it. I, and the thing is, I dated multiple men, but I just like never kissed them. Never ever.
0: Oh, she got around.
1: I was able to, I was able to avoid, well, I never like dated anyone for all that long. So I was able to oh, avoid right. it. Right. Oh, please. You already, like, know Grace my... player. Da- please. <laughs> you, you know my dating history. You know my dating history. It wasn't even that I was that much of a player. I think I probably dated, like, maybe three guys. But, like, I don't even know. Some of them I'm kind of confused on if I ever actually dated them or not. But regardless, I never kissed a man, and thank the Lord. <laughs> thank the Lord I was able to avoid that um, mm-hmm. but yeah in the end she gets the guy goes to Princeton La-di-da. what is your rating
0: you know Grace I think I'm going to give it a solid five and a half out of ten that is five lower and half, than I thought salmon out of ten because you know I'd watch it again but I'm never gonna score a straight movie like a above
1: a six you know (laughs) okay i can take it just for
0: relatability purposes
1: fair enough fair enough i mean honestly i was gonna say a six out of ten when it comes to Mm -hmm. uh six salmon waffles out of ten so gross um yeah because i would definitely rewatch it um definitely the best movie we've seen so far so maybe even six and a half but um yeah, it's not one that I'm like. Oh my God, I'm so excited to rewatch it. But I would, I still would. Um, but now to the exciting part, Dickinson. Now to the gay Yay. part of this episode, Dickinson. Yes,
0: Grace. I watched it in three days. I did not beat your record of two. Or yeah, did you? Did you I watch it, it in two, two or days. three? Two. Two or split, three. I split, I split but we were, up we're into close. Three. Uh, I. Became obsessed. I even broke out my calligraphy kit because I was so obsessed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You whipped out the calligraphy kit. (laughs) I
0: sure did. I got my calligraphy pen and the ink, which was completely dried out since high school, and I added water to it. And Marzipan, my cat, stepped in it a little bit, but it's okay. We got past it. And I had I. I do go to art school, so I took a paper making workshop so I even used um handmade paper that I had made. Oh my, oh my goodness. God. Anyway, Dickinson. I loved it. Um I love anything that is just in like a dark old Victorian house. Like knives out is my shit. i love that stuff
1: i love knives out too we should totally review that too at some point that's a good one that's a a double feature the
0: first and second when it comes
1: out yeah we should do that we should do that Mm -hmm. but yeah dickinson i i okay we neither of us took notes because this this is very much we just wanted to talk about this so i don't have any like specific things that i put down but what i will say Haley Steinfeld. Haley Steinfeld. Also, Ella Hunt. Um, Both very gorgeous to me. Very gorgeous (laughs) to me. (laughs) Gorgeous, gorgeous
0: girls. Oh, gorgeous,
1: gorgeous girls. Love Dickinson. They watch Dickinson.
0: Actually, out of all of them, I think um, I'm not just like drawn to any of the characters in Dickinson, but I would say maybe Lavinia.
1: (laughs) Lavinia, oh my goodness, okay. <laughs> Obviously love the gay parts of Dickinson, so therefore I brought up Hayley and Ella, but when it comes to like character-wise, Lavinia was by far my favorite. She was hilarious. She was so, so well-written. And did you catch the Vine reference of hers? I did, I did, I did catch
0: the Vine reference. It was late in the show. It
1: was late, but it was good. It was late, but it was mm-hmm. good. Overall, like, I'm trying to, because I'm trying to think, are, how much can we really say, because I don't want to spoil the show for anyone that, like, hasn't watched it, but... Um,
0: we can say it's a great show. It has a really cool cast, just mm-hmm. with a lot of cameos of people that you'll definitely recognize, mm-hmm. and... Um, it takes place in the 1800s, but they use modern day language and humor, and they relate it to a lot of current events. So it's more of like a, they're making fun of current events through older times in history. Yeah. It's not completely accurate to Emily Dickinson's life. No. However, um, they really made her into a really funny character.
1: Yeah, no. I just, what I really appreciated is like, I obviously. I had wanted to see it for a while because I had heard good things about it. And obviously it's good. But um, I was very surprised as to like how funny it was. And I also just really appreciated that they modernized it enough that it was understandable. Because sometimes with period pieces, like you really have to focus to like fully grasp what they're saying. But they made it very, very digestible. Very, very funny got a really great Vine reference at the end of the movie, at the end of the (laughs) the show. Oh, I thought you were a (laughs) male Love it. I can't believe they did that. And it honestly, it's also a show that like the more of it that you watch, like the funnier it gets, like the seasons get like progressively funnier the first seasons, a little bit is definitely the most serious one, but by the end of it, it's just funny. It's so funny Mm -hmm. and it's so well done and it's so gay and it's so great. And Lavinia okay. is it.
0: <laughs> it's not so gay. It's a very, very slow burn with the gay stuff.
1: It's a slow ish burn. You really have
0: to hang on for that. But it's not like other shows where it's just like you're not gonna get enough of it. It's just like I feel like they could have pushed it more, but because of historical historical accuracy, they kind of had to like rein it in.
1: Yeah. It's it's it did, it's sort of when a when we first
0: when we first talked about it, though, you were very hot and bothered. <laughs>
1: hey, listen, anyone that has seen this show knows one of the last episodes, there's a moment and it's quite a moment. a moment. And the moments that they do have. But that have, moment is so accurate. Exactly. It's so real. It's exactly. not like
0: other gay stuff where it's just like, we don't actually do that like we we do that like mm-hmm. that's the experience and that's how it that's how it is mm-hmm. and it's incredible
1: yeah but i mean it is it again it is it is a bit of a slow burn but i mean they do immediately like show the connection of the two in the first episode so it's not like you're waiting for them to be together but there are moments where the, they'll like go in and out of like having issues with each other but Overall, like, still the rest of the story was still really interesting. So, like, even when those moments weren't happening every episode, it still was very, very good. Um, regardless of the gayness, it's still very good. I was a little surprised, soundtrack. though. Yeah, yeah. They had oh my God. some. They've got Mitski.
0: They had Angel Olsen. They had. They did have a Yor Smith song trigger. at one point. <laughs> they had Your Smith they had lizzo they had everybody well
1: and again Literally with the everyone. with those cameos with those with yeah. those cameos incredible absolutely incredible what would you rate dickinson
0: i would give dickinson a whole thousand out of ten i loved it and I'm absolutely so sad that it's done and i'm so sad that i watched it in three days the thing is is like i couldn't stop watching it but then i took a break i could have finished it in two i could have but i wanted to just like have another day to look forward to it and then finish it and now i'm very sad that i don't have any more
1: i know i it's been a rough week see i tried to do the same thing but it still only lasted me two days (laughs) i like watched like a whole season and then some but it was like over christmas break and i was like you know what i earned this it's my time off but oh can't recommend it enough for the gays
0: i cannot believe it took me a year to finally sit down and watch it because i had seen the previews whenever i watched youtube i would just get previews of dickinson and i was like i'm gonna watch this sometime i'm gonna watch it it took me a year do not listeners out there do not (laughs) wait a year to watch dickinson watch it now don't
1: walk run (laughs) run absolutely run to apple tv plus or whatever it is and watch it immediately you will not regret it that is our takeaway you can watch a cinderella story pretty good you'll have a good time but if you're gay and you're on this podcast and you have not watched it yet do you think go watch dickinson listen to us well you know currently as of uh january 7th 2021 to 2022 oh my god um, I have reviewed our analytics, and we do not have many listeners currently, and they are <laughs> all in Minneapolis. Um, gotcha. So I have my doubts that currently any straight people listen to us, but in the future, if any do, I mean, hey. <laughs> Hello. Um, but yeah, Cinderella, 6 out of 10, 5.5 5 out of 10. Dickinson, a million. So great. Do it. Amazing. Love it. Amazing. You will not regret it never never regret oh. there you have it i I, <laughs> I believe that that is all my brain has um hopefully we did our dickinson review some justice cuz i i just i watched it no notes i was just too deeply into that to take any kind of notes but yeah a good time lots of salmon yes lots of laughs, <laughs>
0: absolutely what are we watching next (gasps) grace
1: oh god speaking of okay let me pull up our list i do on our twitter account at the u hallmark podcast we now have a link tree linked in our bio and one of the links in it is a uh, google form where people can request movies for us and if you give us your at we can give you a little shout out if we watch the movie um i didn't really run that by you but i hope that's okay that's (laughs) Um, okay i yeah so i made i so to all of our listeners out there if you do request a movie via that form and we watch it We will give you a little shout out on the pod. Um, Okay. Let me see. All right. Some of the other rom-coms that we currently have on our list. We have um, Kissing Booth from Netflix to All the Boys I've Loved, um, Never Been Kissed, Ghost, and uh, Bend It Like Beckham for our straight rom-com list. Currently, I
0: feel like we should just go for it and do Bennett like Beckham because I've never seen it.
1: OK, sounds good. So next up, I think so. But it was a while but you're ago. A soccer girl, I am a soccer girl. But the thing is, like, I mean, this came out quite a while ago. I was too young to be a part of the demographic when it first came out. But um, again, I do believe I have seen it, but I don't remember. I remember like the very last scene. But that's like it. But, yes, (laughs) next up, Bend It Like Beckham, and we shall see how that
0: goes.
1: (laughs) Let's do it. Let's go. Okay. All right. See you later. Over and out. Bye-bye.